the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The GOP fight for the White House comes to the state of Florida today. At the Republican Florida Freedom Summit in Orlando, former President Trump is working to expand his support and bury the presidential aspirations of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis has been struggling in the polls, as Trump had predicted even before DeSantis had announced his candidacy. Ron DeSanctimonious at... 10%. Trump has picked up endorsements from Florida Senator Rick Scott and state lawmaker Randy Fine, who had been a longtime DeSantis ally. That is correspondent Jackie Quinn reporting. A strong earthquake has shaken northwestern Nepal. Officials say at least 128 people are dead and dozens more injured as rescuers search mountainous terrain and villages. It's feared the death toll could rise. This is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flotline with Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Do you have a health concern making healing more difficult? Genovations Regen has solutions with treatment plans that reduce healing time by up to 50%. Experience healing for acute or chronic wounds with Genovations Regen. Search G-E-N-O-V-A-T-I-O-N-S Regen. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults. Nothing is everything. Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With Sky Rizzi, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about Sky Rizzi and visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. Bet you didn't know that 2,300 people in Minnesota are currently waiting for a life-saving transplant. Check your driver's license to see if you're a registered donor. It's an easy way to help others. One donor can save and heal more than 75 lives. Ready to register and don't know how? Check the box on your ID at the DMV or skip the lines and register online today at life-source.org. That's life-source.org. Sponsored by LifeSource, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. 
the king of all kings. The greatest story ever told is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. Relief factor. Pain relief that's natural. Pain relief that works. And pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Charlie Kirk here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. The following program was pre recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the CIT studios, here's the original Man of Steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting from the CIT studios. CIT, providing customized technology with individualized smart banking solutions for homeowner associations. Whether it's online banking, fast and simple, or financing for that special HOA project, you can always turn to and trust CIT. CIT member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors and want to begin the show like I do every week saying hey to the man making it happen back at the studio. Uh, Spencer, hey did you uh, watch any of the World Series this last week? I caught glimpses of it. Uh, I was able to to get my World Series fix but uh, it was quite exciting. Didn't uh you know, I was kind of hoping a different turnout of things that would perspire, but it was it was a great series, nonetheless. Okay, so you were uh, you were for the the Diamondbacks. I always like a the underdog, you know. The underdogs, okay. Well, I guess it depends on how you to claim it. Now they they've won uh, a World Series, and uh, the Rangers never have, so this is their first time. But uh, yes, I, I guess uh, according to to stats. Uh, it was uh, the Diamondbacks that were considered the uh, underdogs. Um, and uh, this guy, uh, Corey Seager, uh, do you know much about him at all? 
he's a heck of a ball player. I'll tell you that. Yes, he is. <laughs> you know, one 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 of the things that I like about him is he is uh, just he's got the persona. Whether he is or not, he sure has the persona of the good, clean-cut young man, just the uh, silent type. You know, the Gary Cooper kind of guy. They say that he is. Uh, he has a disdain for the spotlight, doesn't like attention in front of the camera. Um, he uh, rarely um, goes on and uh, does anything in social media. Uh, I also like the fact that he's a lefty. I'm a left-handed person myself. And so uh, in the world, we you have people that are right-handed, and then you have people who are correct-handed. And he is a correct-handed person. So, anyway, congratulations to uh, the Texas Rangers. Well, we've got a great show for you folks. And uh, why don't we begin? We're not going to do property management in the news. We have had uh, a lot of listeners who have sent in uh, emails letters uh, to us uh, wanting us to to tackle uh, a number of things that have been on their mind and anytime that we do this one of my favorite people to have on the show is uh, a good friend of mine attorney Dan Greenstein with Greenstein Sellers Dan welcome thank you Gene good morning well, we've got uh, we've got a, a lot of uh, people who have got some questions. Why don't we just uh, dig in? Uh, the first one, Dan, I have is it says, uh, "Hi, Gene. I'm an avid listener to your show, and I'm wondering what you would have said to our board about this situation." A couple has lived in our HOA since the very beginning. The husband recently passed away, leaving his widow. Because of this, the board is looking at waiving the monthly assessment. I feel for the widow, but is it right? But is this right to everyone else? And this is from Diana in St. Michael. Well, Diana, uh, the only thing I can do is quote. Uh, the legal statutes which say, Diana, this is a no-no. You cannot do that. And the reason you can't do that is because the governing documents of the association do not allow the board to use its discretion in deciding who pays their assessments and if there's some kind of exemption. What if one of your owners were to come down with a, a terrible case of cancer? What if one of them were to be hurt in an accident? There's so many different scenarios we can think of. And ultimately, what you have to remember is when you are on the board of an association, you are running a business. And despite how your heart may ache for someone's personal situation, uh, the board does not have the power to waive the monthly assessments for any owner. Now, here's 
here's an interesting situation where the long-time owner husband has died. If the board feels that strongly about helping out the widow, then let the board pay her assessments or take up a collection to pay the assessments. But Good idea. The board, yeah, the board does not have the power to simply say, uh, widow, we feel for you. You don't have to pay your assessments. Dan, I think that's a great point. Uh, the uh, people want to uh, be kind-hearted, and, I, and sure. you, you appreciate that. But uh, if people want to do something above uh, what uh, you need for the operating the business, that's fine. Let people do that with a collection. A um, couple things that came to my mind when I thought about this is one, um, I'm sorry for the uh, person's husband passing, but just because someone's pass uh, passes doesn't mean anything changes in their financial situation. And if they've been making the payments before, they should be able to make the payments now. And um, mm-hmm. the, other, the other thing I think about is um, now – if the person did come to the board and said that they are, are struggling uh, financially, if the board uh, wants to try and work out a payment plan, uh, maybe forego late fees, that, that, that would be a different thing. Wouldn't you agree? I agree with that, Gene. Uh, what the board has to be careful about, though, is allowing the – assessments on that person's account to get too high. Uh, in other words, if somebody's on a payment plan, you you can't put in place a payment plan where the uh, technical delinquency just keeps growing higher and higher. Mm-hmm. It has to be more reasonable, and it, you can allow the person a little bit of time to make payments, but you have to remember that your duty as a board member, is to collect all assessments. Yes, yeah. So uh, one other thing, I I would imagine um, uh, a part of a good plan for uh, an association to have would be to have protocols set up with what you're going to do when someone does fall behind. What what are you going to allow with um, uh, a, a payment plan and have that already sure. set up so that you can be consistent and fair to everyone. That's a great idea. It, and basically it's it's a subcategory of your collection policy. If you have a collection policy that says, you know, after 30 days we send a reminder, after 45 days we send a legal letter, you can have a provision in there that allows the homeowner to ask uh, for help and then have a provision which states what the payment plan can be. Okay. All right. Thanks for that. Uh, Dan, uh, let's go to our second uh, listener question. This is from someone I spoke to Uh, earlier this week. This is from Brandon from Eden Prairie. And here is his question. He says, we have a president who runs this place like he is in charge. We're a self-managed association. Our president 
thinks it is only necessary to get one proposal. For example, we're having about $7,000 worth of tree work done. Without a board meeting to discuss the proposal or look at others, he just goes door to door and collects signatures from those on the board that agree with him. As soon as he gets three out of five board members saying yes, he moves forward with the project. I've heard on your show that you always emphasize decisions need to be made at meetings because not everything is an emergency. Well, we want to hear what Dan has to say about this, but looking at the clock, we need to take a break. So let's do that. But don't go away. A lot more of listener questions answered this week here on Where You Live after these messages. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, pro-life. Ann Coulter has a warning that by the time Republicans wake up to the reality of abortion politics, there will be no elected Republicans left. And Ann is right. Hate to break it to you, we have now lost in every single state on abortion issues since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Republican women are going to vote Democrat on this issue of abortion restrictions. And I hate it. I'm talking Republican women, not, you know, blue-haired progressive hippie women. Leave my body alone. That's what they're saying. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. 
newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting to you each week from the CIT studio. Uh, our uh, topic this week, listener questions. My guest, attorney Dan Greenstein. Uh, we have a person who wrote, uh, Brandon, from Eden Prairie, about uh, a president who, instead of having everything run through board meetings, uh, a lot of times wants to just get things done. So he goes to uh, different board members' uh, homes to get an agreement. When he gets three out of five, he moves forward with the project. Someone said, is this right? Well, we're going to talk about that, see what Dan has to say in just a moment. But first, let me give a shout out to a great sponsor of our show, and that's Extreme Exteriors. You can always count on Extreme Exteriors to provide you with affordable, quality home exterior solutions backed by expert craftsmanship and installation to ensure a lasting performance. With over 20 plus years of experience, give a call to the company that HOA boards and association managers trust. Extreme Exteriors. Give them a call at 651 237 0745 and tell them Gene sent you. Before we get back to Dan, let's also take a minute to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. The address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community associations board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development, networking opportunities, and a certification program that is established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit www.cai-mn.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at cai-mn.com and click on Membership. Okay, uh, Dan, we've got this uh, board president, Eden Prairie, who uh, instead, it sounds like a a number of board members that I know of, they just want to get things done. So is it all right for uh, a board president or board member to say, hey, all we need really are a majority of people to say yes to a project or to vote on something? So... To get things done, let's just do it outside of meetings and just I get two or three people to say, yes, we move forward. Is that all right? Well, again, 
this is a no-no. Uh, a lot of board members, as you say, Gene, want to get things done, and they'll do the work and they'll run around. And unfortunately, in doing this, they oftentimes cut corners. And this particular president has done uh, a number of things wrong. Number one, uh, you indicated, uh, or I, I guess Brandon indicated, they were doing $7,000 of tree work, and the board president decided they only needed one proposal. Well, that decision is not the board president's decision to make. That decision on how many proposals to obtain is a board decision. And that actually requires discussion and a vote by the board unless they have a written policy uh, ahead of time. So that's mistake number one, the board president deciding they only need uh, one bid. Secondly, the board president goes door to door and collects signatures from the director until he has a majority of signatures. And Brandon says he avoids those who might disagree with him. Well, whether that is actually true or not, there is absolutely no authority in the law for a director to go and get a majority of votes, a, a majority of signatures of the other directors to pass something. What the law says in Minnesota is you either have a regular vote by the board of directors and it takes a majority at a regular vote to pass anything or alternatively you can do it in a writing with signatures but if you do it that way without a board meeting you're required to have unanimous signatures meaning all of the board members must vote yes so despite probably the good intentions of this president He's running afoul of the law, and I'm sure of the governing documents of his association in his quest to get things done the way he wants to do it. Yeah, it, the uh, everything, uh, everything. Unfortunately, with people that are sometimes on a board is uh, in emergency mode. Uh, right. They think every, everything is an emergency and everything needs to be done uh, right away. But there's something to be said about being very deliberate. And I think um, you touched on it. It's one of the reasons why uh, governing documents usually state the time period or notice period that must be given to uh, a director, letting them know when the next meeting is held so that they can attend. Isn't that correct? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and w without and uh, and without that, then you're circumventing everybody who voted for these people to be on the board, and that right. is so that, that they would have that fiduciary duty to look in the best interests. Exactly, and I'm sure in this association's bylaws, it lays out the duties or responsibilities of each of the officers, and if you were to go and read the responsibilities of the president, it is not going to say that this is acceptable. Um, you have to remember, the president doesn't really have any more power or authority than any other director. And as a result, 
um, that you have to realize that the board is made up of a number of people, five, seven, or nine people intentionally so that other opinions are shared at the table yeah. and uh, voting gets you to the majority opinion. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, it's uh, one thing that I see from time to time is people, as you say, feel that uh, somehow that the board has more authority. He has no more authority than than uh, anybody else, and that's why people end up sometimes uh, sitting back and not weighing in. Well, the president wants to go this way, so I guess that's what we have to do. That's everybody on on the board has got that duty to to speak up and to share what's on their mind. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's deal with uh, another question here, um, and uh, this one it says. Uh, Gene, I thought all homeowner associations were supposed to be nonprofit organizations. Our association recently bought a unit in the complex and rents it out for income. They have justified this decision by saying they are getting a much higher return than any other CD or money market account. Does this sound okay to you? This is from Arliss from Deep Haven. Dan, what do you think of this strategy? Well, I can't give you a absolute yes or an absolute no. But here are some comments. Number one, I'm pretty certain that the governing documents of the association do not discuss having the association own a unit except in the case of a foreclosure uh, against a homeowner who hasn't paid their assessments. And in that sense, it would be a short-term ownership. I would advise our list to go look in the Articles of Incorporation and read the provision that sets out the purpose of the homeowner association. And in all likelihood, the purpose is not going to be um, make sure that you get the highest rate of return on your money, regardless of how you do it. Uh, the, the purpose is not going to discuss generating additional income in an unusual way. And the other thing is, as a nonprofit corporation, they are not, you know, they are not supposed to uh, produce a profit in the first place. And and secondly, what, why just one unit? What if they wanted to own two or three or four? Who right. are, who are, you know, who are making these decisions? I, I think if you're deciding to turn a unit in your association into a permanent rental unit for the benefit of the association, you had better have a vote to amend your declaration and to allow that. And more importantly, you better talk to your CPA and find out what the tax ramifications will be for that nonprofit corporation. Yeah. Now, let, let's talk about a couple exceptions. Uh, you know, uh, in the case of, I'm thinking of, a condominium association. 
a condominium association could have a unit for a on-site caretaker. And I've seen associations, uh, we had one that uh, we manage that uh, had that for um, a number of years, but then they realized for the last 10 years they've gone with a subcon uh, they've contracted with a cleaning service didn't need the caretaker so they changed their governing documents to add that as an additional unit and they sold the unit and that went to the association one time something sure. like that is uh, certainly fine absolutely uh that's in my mind that's a lot different from permanently having a unit that you rent yeah. out and and in in my experience, anyway, most caretaker units don't generate income. It's part of the compensation right. that the caretaker gets for working at the association. Exactly. Uh, the only other thing that came to my mind, I remember in those years uh, during uh, the when the real estate bubble popped and uh, mortgages were underwater between 2006 and 2008, um, HOA's got a lot of foreclosed property. Um, people were just walking away. And I remember right, that right. Uh, we uh, were uh, telling people uh, back then to, that were in the association, uh, why not, uh, why not uh, uh, gain that, uh, take that, take possession of that property, put in, put in a renter. It was for a period of time to, so the association got the money that was uh, owed to them, and and they got paid back the four, five, six thousand dollars they were owed, and then they turned around and sold it. Exactly. Uh, the difference is that was a temporary lease during yeah. a, a difficult time, and uh, in Arliss's situation, this was a. It sounds like it's a permanent plan. And yeah, I, I just don't think that is part of the purpose of the association. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, uh, folks, um, we've got some great, uh, great uh, questions. We've got a great guest with us today, Dan Greenstein, attorney with Greenstein Sellers. We've got more uh, listener uh, questions, but we've got to take another break. So let's do that. Don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot, back after this. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact MinnesotaExteriors.com. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc. Thrivent.com slash disclosures. 
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc. Thrivent.com slash disclosures. Tomorrow brings a brand new day. For your business, for your family, for the promise of new financial opportunity. For over 100 years, CIT has been turning potential into financial strength. With the tools, expertise, and agility to bank like your best days are ahead. That's tomorrow thinking. Empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting to you from the CIT studios. I'm also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. My guest today, Dan Greenstein, attorney with Greenstein Sellers. We've been dealing with uh, listener questions. We and we've dealt with some some pretty good ones. Uh, we've got a lot to lot to. Uh, Try and get through, so let's continue. Uh, Dan, this is our next uh, listener question. It says, hey, Gene, we live in an HOA of all single-family homes. We own our own lot. We do our own shoveling of our driveways. We cut our own grass. The HOA maintains a playground, tennis court, and a monument and entrance area. The governing documents state that above-ground pools are prohibited. Our board is taking that to also mean little blow-up kiddie pools. They're afraid that if a child got hurt or drowned, the HOA would get sued. I think this is going too far. What do you think? This is from Brett from Savage. Well, I tend to agree with Brett, but let's talk about the legal issues. Um, despite the fact these are single-family homes and the association doesn't do 
much with regard to maintenance, I'm presuming that the there are governing documents of the association and they allow the board of directors to make governing decisions. Um, and, and along with governing decisions, I'm also assuming the board has the authority to pass reasonable rules and regulations uh, for the association. Now, if my assumptions are correct, the board certainly has the right to pass a rule that says these small kiddie pools are prohibited. However, that being said, uh, it Brett states the worry of the association is that a child could be sued. Uh, I'm sorry, a child could drown and therefore the association could be sued. Well, that is true. But it's also true that a child could be running in trips on something and the association could be sued. Uh, a child could be, um, you know, I don't know, hit by a car or harmed by some other children in the association and the homeowner association could be sued. All of those scenarios are true, and that is the reason the homeowner association carries plenty of insurance. Yeah. Now, you know, yeah, whether it's reasonable or not to ban kiddie pools, I'll let other people decide that. That's yeah. not really a legal question. Um, but you know, it, so often in this day and age, people are simply paralyzed by the fear of being sued. And, and I don't think that's a good way to either live your life or yeah. manage an HOA. Agreed. Yeah, a cup, there's a couple of things that I wonder, too, Dan. And, of course, there are things you, you wish you could talk to people to get more info. But uh, right. it doesn't mention that uh, – that, uh, uh, pools that are in-ground pools are prohibited. And so um, it may be that uh, uh, a in-ground pool would be, prohib- uh, would be uh, permissible by the board. And if right. that's the right. case, now you're talking about, I'm sure there are going to be uh, laws requiring that to be fenced in because these are called uh, attractive nuisances and they don't want to see yes. someone drown. Yes. Uh, I could see that for an uh, an above-ground pool. I could also see where the aesthetics of something above-ground like that is something that the board would not want to see as opposed to an in-ground pool. Right. But, uh, but uh, uh, again, the, the idea of a, a kiddie pool, um, I don't think that this is probably something that's going to be up and even in water uh, a lot. It's something right. that's blown up quickly. A little bit of water for a kid to splash and play. And, so, you know, Gene, I'm sure you've seen this, too. Uh, what, in my experience, uh, associations allow those kiddie pools to be used, but they have to be emptied and put away uh, when there's no longer an adult uh, supervising. So that's one way to minimize the, the risks. Yeah. So I, I would uh, – it would be uh, something – but if uh, Brett doesn't, uh, let's uh, take uh, – uh, this is true for anybody. If someone lives in an association, they don't like what their HO board 
decide in establishing a rule or regulation. It doesn't have to end there. There are things that uh, a homeowner has as their rights to pursue in trying to change that. Could you talk to that for a moment? Well, exactly, Gene, such as voting out the board and electing board members with different opinions. It's it's very easy. That is always uh, probably the best recourse for unhappy homeowners in an association. You know, your governing documents allow you to vote out board members for this exact reason. If you feel your board is kind of off the mark in some ways or not, thinking along the same lines as uh, a majority of homeowners in your association, follow your governing documents, call for a vote, remove those directors, and vote in some other people. Yeah. It it seems like uh, people realize that when it comes to uh, federal, state, and local uh, elections, but when it comes to the homeowner association uh, they they forget that and they think that the the board is this tyrannical power that is always going to <laughs> always going to be there. Well, also, you know, uh, I think a lot of homeowners associations are kind of used to the fact that you know very few people want to serve on the board, and yeah. I, I know in my experience a lot of them don't want to remove board members because they themselves as well as their neighbors don't want to serve on the board. Well, we've got, uh, uh, we have uh, more questions, folks, but um, let's take one more break. When we come back, we've got one more segment that we'll wrap up and try and get as many questions as we can answered with my guest, Dan Greenstein. Don't go away. More Where You Live after these messages. At CIT, we understand that in life, change is the only constant. For over 100 years, we've helped customers like you gain the financial flexibility you need to adapt to change. Whether you're building your business or your savings, we know that each day presents a new opportunity to turn your potential into financial strength. That's Tomorrow Thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com, member FDIC. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Leslie Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. 
Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-939-1331. That's 800-939-1331. 800-939-1331. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting to you from the CIT studios, brought to you also by Extreme Exteriors. Our uh, guest today is uh, Dan Greenstein. We're uh, dealing with listener questions. And uh, Dan, I uh, always love having you uh, on the show. You've been kind of a regular fixture for quite some time. And I, I want you to know our next uh, our next uh, listener uh, wrote in a question, and they mentioned you as well. <laughs> okay, Here. I better give the right answer. Okay, this is it says uh, Gene. I've listened to your show for the last ten years. I really like the shows where you have Dan the attorney on. You guys always make sense. Here is our situation. We're self-managed townhome association, 32 units. I found out that our board has all of the money of the association, both operating and the reserves all sitting in one checking account. I'm afraid that that will give those on the board the impression that there's more spendable cash than there really is. If we run short, money for reserves would be used. I don't think this is okay. Leah from Ramsey. Wow. Leah from Ramsey is is very right on. Um, what we don't know is whether or not her association was formed after 1994, after July of 1994. If it was formed after July of 1994, it's subject to the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act. And that, you know, is uh, our statutes 515B. A lot of people are familiar with that. So if they're governed by 515B, they are, vitally, they are violating the statute 
which requires your replacement reserves to be kept in a separate account from your operating money. So uh, if that's the case, if they're under 515B, they are making a very big mistake. Now, let's just say hypothetically they were formed before the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act took place, in which case they may not be subject to that 515B statute. But even if they're not subject to the statute, keeping your reserves and your operating Mm -hmm. money in separate accounts makes absolutely no accounting sense. And from a practical standpoint, you, you really are not properly keeping your reserve account separate. You know, the reserve account has a very specific use. You use it for capital improvements needed in your association uh, over time. The operating expenses are used as needed every year to continue to operate the association. Mm -hmm. If you combine them, you've defeated some of the purposes of even having a reserve account. Because yeah. you're just going to spend, 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 and, you know, you're not going to have adequate reserves for future projects because you won't even know what kind of funds you have for those future projects. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you 100 uh, percent. It is uh, – it, it, it just – to me, just seems uh, that it is uh, being very disingenuous to the other – members in the yes, community correct. when you when they say we're giving you this amount of money each month because you said you've put together a budget and you said this is what we need to operate for snow shoveling and insurance and all of that and putting away for uh roofs and other things that need to be replaced but uh now to to say oops well we really didn't mean that that uh that that's the recipe to get uh, a uh, an association uh, really in turmoil fast. And, and think about a new buyer. They're looking at the, the finances of the, in the disclosure statement. How on earth do they have any idea what monies are set aside for right. future for future capital needs? Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know I. Uh, know that uh, there are times that when uh, an association will have an unexpected expense uh, and they may not have had it planned and they don't uh, and they uh, uh, may at uh, sometimes I've seen it where they will uh, say this month we won't fund our reserves fully mm-hmm. or we'll we'll keep a uh, uh, we'll keep that back so that we can pay for this. And they make um, a note of that in the meeting minutes, and that is and that is uh, fine. And that's acceptable. But if an association is finding themselves all the time um, where they are uh, not having enough money and they're starting to go into the reserves, that means they just aren't being realistic with their budget at I all. I agree. I, and, and it's really not uh, appropriate for them to do so. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. I think we may have time for uh, one more question here. Um, 
and that is um, this is from Troy from Prior Lake. He said, uh, Gene, I think our association overall has run pretty well. There's just one thing that none of us have made much of a fuss over. And this is something that doesn't sit well with me. Our HOA dues are divided equally for all members. However, when it comes to insurance, the cost of the premium is based on everybody's square footage of their home. And that varies. Is this right? Hmm. Uh, that is a tough question. And I, I'm, I'm a little bit afraid we don't have enough information. So Troy says they divide their expenses equally. And I assume the declaration of that association says as much. And therefore, I'm wondering where they even come up with the square footage per unit if yeah. it's not set forth in the declaration. Um, they're typically, let me just say this, typically if the common expense percentages are set out in the declaration where and they're based upon unit square footage, so those with larger units pay a little bit more in terms of the percentage of the common expenses, um, typically, then those larger units would pay a little bit more towards insurance. It, it almost sounds to me like the association is doing it completely backwards. Um, and I, I'm afraid I can't give a better answer to Troy because we would have to see their declaration. What yeah, I can I, say is oh, go ahead, Gene. I think, Dan, that the association might be on uh, shaky ground. I know that declarants, when they are developing a property, they are allowed by law to set the assessments, and they have done it either by price or they've done it by square footage. Um, and I have seen associations in the past who have had one and have changed their governing documents to allow for the other but to go back and forth uh i think could be kind of difficult for this association well troy starts his question by saying that they divide their expenses equally and i i think it's likely that the answer to his question is found in his governing documents and if if you have to look at the governing documents, most notably the declaration, and it should answer this question because unless there's something different with regard to the association's master policy of insurance and it provides for equal division of expenses, then he's right. They probably should be dividing their expenses equally. Yeah. Well, it looks like... That's all the time we have on today's sh show. Uh, Dan, as always, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. And, uh, folks, have a great weekend. And uh, let's do this next Saturday here on Where You Live. We'll see you then.
Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. What is dedication? My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. And if there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. The next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. It's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's play the Patriot Minneapolis. AM 12. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.